Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. I think you and I have already talked about some uh, mock trials before. We've talked about our experiences and both of us knowing pretty sure we were amazing lawyers and or attorneys (laughs) while Mm -hmm. in high school anyway. But have you ever actually been present for court or have you ever been summoned to court outside of just, oh, maybe, yeah, jury duty too. Okay, yeah. So I think the short answer is no. I have one time been summoned for jury duty and I actually got, called and we actually did go sit in on a case. I've talked about this before. It was really unfortunate, I think, because in this particular instance, the lawyer for the defendant didn't show up because he had an emergency and it sounded like a legit family emergency. But because of that, the jurors who were all annoyed to be there kind of were semi-joking, semi-serious saying, oh, well, I'm I'm against him. He's guilty. And the defendant heard this and just kind of was like, I accept, I'm going to say I'm guilty, which maybe (gasps) he was, maybe he wasn't. But I think that definitely hearing that conversation um, influenced him and it made me feel really bad because I I don't know, like, who knows? Maybe I would have said he was guilty, but like, I don't like the idea that it was sort of just thrown out because some people, and you know, jury duty can be very annoying and very boring, but I don't like that idea. <laughs> was this a criminal case? Was this like uh I believe it was a criminal case. I think it was about, okay. I believe it was about, it was a business dispute. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was, there was possible jail time or sentencing? Y- yes, yes. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. That was my one and only that I'm thinking of right now. Who knows, maybe later I'll be like, oh yeah, but right now... That's, that's the one. So you never even got a ticket? You didn't have to go in front of a judge? No. Oh. Mm. 
was that a judgmental? Oh, you oh, no, that's super, that's pretty impressive is what I'm saying. I don't know. So, yeah, obviously, I, I worked in the court system very, for mm-hmm. a very long time. I worked in juvenile court uh, the majority of times. We did have a few adult cases, but they were minor cases. We did have several, I will say, adult cases where it was juveniles charged as adults. Um, and we would have to be present for that. I have testified before, and it's a whole thing. It's nerve-wracking to the point I that I remember I did one case, and the parents were very upset at me because I was obviously advocating for the kid um, because I felt like there was a lot of injustices, so many things. And oftentimes the kids don't get a voice, especially if it's against their own parents and no judgments on parents because I know parenting is hard, but there are some things that like, this is obvious what's happening Let's stop this. And I got off the stand and they, the public defenders and them themselves are pretty interesting because they come at you pretty hard because they want to win the case. They try to mm-hmm. trick you. Like there are so many things and it's not trickery as in like they try to manipulate you, but they will reframe the questions to try to get a gotcha moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also like to be able to, you know, get give as much help to the, their clients as well. But I did come off one time and the bailiff was like, man, they were really trying to get you, but you did good. You did Aww. very good. And I was like, oh, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Like, that's one of those moments. And I often do, as I told you, when I'm under pressure or I'm nervous, I black out. And mm-hmm. I was like, I have no idea what I just did. I don't know, but I'm glad you told me that. I hope that mm-hmm. helped me more than hurt me. Um, but I've also been like, a, like a, an expert uh, being able to testify what I think would happen, why I was uh, I was considered an expert in my field and whatever, whatnot. And so Uh I was able to do all that. But it's a whole nerve-wracking process. And I don't know how much you saw of that trial, but that makes me think that that guy could have asked for a dismissal of jurors Mm -hmm. because that's a biased statement. So Mm -hmm. this is me playing judge, not because of my experience, but of watching way too much criminal TV, I think, but that just, that's what it's in my head. I'm like, that dude dude should have been like, hey, I heard that jurors say this because you are out. That's a bias. Can we get new jurors? Personal opinion, but whatever. Uh I love Um, it. But yeah, so there's a lot of things and yeah, for for defenders and for public uh, defense attorneys, it's it's a whole thing. And, And then DAs and districts attorneys, there's a whole level that they have to do. And usually the old pros really just stood up there and just kind of stared and would write mm. a couple of notes, but have someone else really do it for them. It was mm. interesting. Mm-hmm. But why am I talking about all of this? And why am I talking specifically about public defenders a little bit? And yeah, if you're a good public defender, they are hard to find because those people who actually put in that work to get to know the uh, their clients, as well as having to really work overtime for a case when they're paid so little, so little that it's it's amazing and they should get a lot of accolades. They get a lot of hate, mm. but they should get a lot of accolades as well. But we are today talking and highlighting a woman who has vast amounts of experiences in this and who will hopefully, by the time this episode has been re- released, will have made history here in the U.S. We are talking about Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Um, and yes, because we are so up to date with the news, you know, we're cool like that. Mm-hmm. We're going to timestamp the date we recorded this, which is April 6th. 2022, because we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, from what we understand, uh, things are moving ahead, but very slowly. And this long, arduous process, 
again, has been extended for a few days longer for the final vote, which would happen in front of the 100 members of the Senate who will take that vote. And by the way, this is the first deadlock since 1991 on moving forward with confirming a Supreme Court nominee. Then, and of course, we know that Merrick Garland did not get a hearing at all. Like, he was just pushed out. Uh, But we're not here to talk about all of that today. Not today. But to talk about the accomplishments of such an amazing woman that is Judge Jackson. rant for a sec. Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands. Not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank. Brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association member FDIC. So... Who is Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson? Well, Judge Jackson was born in Washington, D.C., but raised in Miami, Florida. Both of her parents were in the educational field, with her dad going from teacher to school board attorney. And it was during his time in law school, Judge Jackson's interest in law peaked. She said of that time, We lived on the campus of the University of Miami, and my dad would sit there with all of his big, thick legal books, and I would bring my coloring books, and I would sit next to him and watch him study and pretend as though I was doing work as well. That just seems so sweet to me. I used to do that stuff, You had a specific lawyer dad, so that makes a lot more sense for you. But yeah, (laughs) pretending like you're an adult doing books. 
Mm-hmm. I did that There's too. So much, mm-hmm. so much fun memories <laughs> to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, that interest continued and bloomed later in school, not only as high school president, apparently she was high school president for a few years, as well as like a mayor <laughs> of a school. Whoa. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I feel like that may have been like a fun, this is how electoral colleges go, da 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 mm-hmm. But uh, she also dominated in speech and debate competitions. Her uh, past schoolmates have talked about how amazing she was and how she was obviously a star student. And then when it came to what she wanted, well, she knew who she was and she knew what she was aiming for, not only to attend and graduate from Harvard University, but get an eventual judicial appointment. And though she talked about all the naysayers in her life, like her own high school counselor who advised her to not set her, quote, sights too high. And she proved them all wrong. She not only attended Harvard, but graduated magnum cum laude, but went on to graduate cum laude Harvard Law School as well. And by the way, these are some of the highest academic achievements, just in case you didn't know, because mm-hmm. I didn't hit that. I think I hit cum laude one day. Yeah, yeah, I did. I don't know. This is how well I know things. So I'm going to say no. I don't know. I think I made the president's list. I've met the Mm. president's list a couple of times. Mm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's not about me. I'm not a Supreme Court justice. Um, and (laughs) And it wasn't long before she started her path in her career. After graduating, she served as Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer's clerk. And with that opportunity being an incredible start to her career, familiarizing her with the justice system under the Supreme Court level through helping draft opinions at the time, she continued on working in private practice and moving on to public defense and on to the appeals division of the Office of the Federal Public Defender in D.C. In 2009, President Obama nominated Judge Jackson to serve as the vice chair of the U.S. Sentencing Commission, and she was confirmed. She was later nominated again by President Obama to the U.S. District Court for D.C. in 2012 and was once again confirmed. And in 2021, she was President Biden's first judicial nominee to the U.S. Court of Appeals in D.C. and was confirmed. Um, And those same officials who confirmed her then are some who oppose her now. Interestingly enough. All right. Um, um, Yeah, and since being nominated by President Biden to take the retired seat from Justice Stephen Breyer, Judge Jackson has been scrutinized thoroughly by the committees, being asked questions like defining what a woman is, past decisions she's made on cases, with a lot of QAnon rhetoric. And we kind of talked about that previously, but I think we do need to come back to it because Pizzagate was mentioned uh, as one of her uh, questions. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and so many others. But behind her the entire time has been her family who have been watching and supporting her throughout the process. And by the way, if you've been watching any of the questions, uh, committee hearings, it's been nice to see them flash to the families because it's so sweet. Like the smiles and the tears. Mm-hmm. It's moving for sure. Mm-hmm. Her husband of 25 years, Dr. Patrick Johnson, a surgeon at Georgetown University Hospital, and her daughters, Layla and Talia Jackson. Uh, and fun fact, Layla actually wrote a letter to President Obama to nominate her mom to the Supreme Court when he was in office. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> that is the sweetest. Yeah. And her parents, John and Ellery Brown, were also in attendance. And if you listen to her opening speech, she says some beautiful things about who they were and how they shaped her life. 
wonderful. Um, and Judge Jackson said to her daughters, by the way, during her opening statements, girls, I know it's not been easy as I've tried to navigate the challenges of juggling my career and motherhood. And I fully admit that I did not always get the balance right. But I hope that you have seen that with hard work, determination, and love, it can be done. I'm so looking forward to seeing what each of you chooses to do with your amazing lives in this incredible country. Oh. Mm. And with all her accomplishments, it's no surprise that she has many accolades to add to her name, including 2021 Constance Baker Motley Award Empowering Women of Color, Columbia Law School, 2020 Distinguished Visiting Jurist, Third Annual Judge James B. Parsons Legacy Award, Black Law Students Association, University of Chicago Law School, 2019 Stars of the Bar Award, Women's Bar Association of the District of Columbia, David T. Lewis Distinguished Jurist in Residence at the University of Utah, S.J. Quinney College of Law. And during her acceptance speech for the Constance Baker Motley Award, she said, the responsibility of being a judge means doing the work that is necessary to protect the rule of law and to promote equality and justice for all. Right. Um, and of course, there's a lot of questions about her being a public defender in some of these cases and about why she did it, what it looked like. And she would make history not only as the first uh, Black woman Supreme Court justice, but being the first public defender to take that spot as well. And for me, as someone who has been inside of the courtroom, yes, I was in juvenile law, so a little bit different. But we understand that juvenile law does set up a lot of precedent for a lot of these young people who should be getting rehabilitation, but instead uh, there's punitive laws and we're not going to talk about that right now. But seeing that need to be represented, that public defenders have a different take in these conversations. And I think it's so important that she is able to do that. And she even speaks on that, that this being a positive, that experience being a positive for her to be able to acknowledge the law from a different standpoint. And I think that's so important. Um, and so again, we are crossing fingers, toes, and all the things in hopes that history has been made with Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, again appointed as the first Black woman Supreme Court justice. I cannot believe it's taken until 2022. Mm-hmm. I can't yep. believe we're here, but that's okay. <laughs> we're going to celebrate it. And if you're wondering why we've been holding our breath and talking about this in such a way, go take a listen at our past episode with Bridget Todd talking about the significance and the controversies of Judge Jackson's nomination. Yeah, uh, and Bridget, we recorded that episode before a lot of the, the hearings have started. And we right, heard a lot the of these, yeah, these sound clips that have now gone viral and Bridget and, you know, us, but more Bridget, <laughs> nailed it. Nailed like right. the sexist, racist things that right. we encountered. So yeah, uh, <laughs> go take a listen to that. Hopefully this is not going to be a super depressing episode when it comes out. <laughs> it's going to be a source of celebration and not yes. something where like, oh no. We're going to say, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to say yes. It's a good celebration. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And as always, if you have any suggestions for people you think we should highlight in this segment or any other topic you think we should cover, please email us. Our email is stephaniemomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I've never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. And thank you for your patience. Yes. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> um, and thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 